Hey, do you remember this phrase? Stay away from negative people. I remember there used to be a time when staying away from negative people was a big deal. But now, staying away from positive people is now a big deal. <laughs> and it doesn't matter the age, race, or gender. Staying away from positive people is now a big deal. And that is what this COVID-19 is doing to each and every one of us. So, welcome to the spotlight. I'm Stephen Balmy, right here on Masterclass Radio, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It is currently 6 p.m. and the weather is only 5 degrees. Type of weather we all want to be out there. But now, we are all staying away from both positive and negative people. Today on the spotlight is a recording artist by the name of Q3. Thank you for joining me. And how are you doing today? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing great. How is it like in Florida? What's the weather like? And how are you loving that social distance and self-isolating? Actually, the weather is pretty good. I went out for a walk today, played some ball, shot yeah. some hoops, you know. Um, so... Yeah, today was, uh, it, it, the weather is good, um, we just can't go nowhere. And definitely nowhere to go, but somewhere to hide. Let's think about it for a second. The only hiding spot we have right now is our homes. <laughs> and so normally, I'm always in the habit of asking my guests to tell us about themselves. So please, go ahead, tell us about you. Okay, my name is Q3. Um, I'm an independent artist from Gainesville, Florida. Well, actually, I'm from a smaller town, but uh, Gainesville, Florida is the, the biggest one that's around. It's yeah. a little small town called Wilson, Florida. We got cows, horses, uh, <laughs> real country things, uh, fire barnyards, all that. Anyways, um, I've been doing music for a while now uh, independently. Uh, I'm an independent artist that... Uh, just basically want to get get my music out there for the world to hear it because I know I make good music. Uh, all my friends, everybody says it's good music. So I just love music and I want to make some more for everybody. Right. So can you share with us a timeline from when you started making your own music? Cool. Timeline. Let's see. I think I made my first song. Yeah. I made my first track. Uh, it was in a shed. Uh, it was in the shed out in the country, a small town called Melrose, Florida. It was back in uh, 2010. Wow. Yeah, about 10 years ago, I made my first track. It said, uh, one of my friends named Jason recorded me. Uh, it, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. About 10 years now. Wow, 10 years. That was about a decade ago. You know, I remember that was almost the time when music was becoming more like a big and a big time career for a lot of people. What a good start. Could you describe some of the challenges you might have experienced over those 10 years period? <laughs> um, those challenges were very tough. Um, I, I had been doing music a long time ago since I was young. I was in middle school. That's when I actually, um, you know, my brother had his laptop. My brother had his computer. We would record and play around. Everybody in the hood, everybody in the neighborhood would come record with him. You know, but it wasn't nothing really that we took serious as children. So once I got to that point where I wanted to record and get serious 10 years ago, um, it was a big, it was a big step as an independent artist to just having to keep going and having no help to do it. Honestly, um, the obstacles that I faced were tough. 
trying to get my music played on the radio, for instance, is a very tough thing when you're an independent artist and you really don't have, you know, the streams and the, and the, the hype that everybody looks for. They, they, uh, they basically want to make sure that you, you are popular. If you're not really popular yeah. and you're not know nobody really know you, they don't see you on TV, they don't hear you on the radio, That's then you true. know you don't really have people paying attention to you. So yeah. uh, it was an obstacle trying to get people to even listen to me. And uh, some of my friends, some of my friends, like, oh, you, you, long time ago, you made music, oh yeah, you know, brush it off, because yeah. they know me as being a partier. I am an outdoor. I'm a comedian. I love to have fun. I make people laugh. So me saying, hey, y'all, I want to really be serious about this music. They're like, oh, yeah, okay, okay, whatever. You know, so from 10 years to now, they're like, okay, we rocking. And, you know, we, we, we listen to you. We hear you. It's good. You yeah. know, it just took a long time trying to get people to even start believing in me. You know, that was the biggest obstacle. And that's true. You strike your point right there. Because people don't believe in you, they stop showing support. And that is one of the reasons talents, especially independent artists, are left to suffer because of what? Lack of support. You know, for 10 years, you've kept your game real. Your track real defines it all. Right here. We'll be right back. Stay with us. In the city, yeah, gon' get it, yeah. He ain't fuckin' with no niggas who ain't stackin' Benjamins. Been all about that bag, yeah, gettin' cash, yeah. If a bitch wanna add this, she can slap this. Add it all day, now it's time to get loose. Fuck what they say, mix the head with the goose. What a good, yeah, what a good, yeah. She a bad little cougar, so I call her Thundercat. Give me that head, baby, give me that neck. I'm a motherfucker. Dog, you should take me to the vet Baby daddy blowing up your phone You ain't answer yet You ain't even got a flip Oh, you been about to check Well, get it on the flow Get, get it on the flow Tell them niggas throwing ones They gon' have to All right, so that was Q3 with Real How real was that? I remember some weeks ago That song was on our top 50 new songs On Masterclass Radio Yeah <laughs> Now, your name, Q3 What's the inspiration behind it? So the brand behind my name is um, my my actual my first name. Everybody knew me by was Q Money. Yeah. That was my name. Everybody knew me by Q Money when I first started ten years ago. Then you know me being an independent artist, I didn't really know the business aspect of the music situation and everything that went down. So I never got my name copyrighted. I never got my music copyrighted. None of that. So then an artist that actually became major, Q Money, you know became big in the music industry so I'm like oh man I gotta come up with another name because I'm not gonna give up just because somebody else has the same name as me so then I started thinking about things that make me significant I love the letter three um my zip code starts with three you know um I'm very versatile I can rap I can sing I can you know dance so that's three and one artist it's just a lot of things that, you know, circle around the number three. So the number three seems to be my lucky number. And Q is, um, my name is Anquiet. Uh, you know, I was I was born with the name Anquiet. So the name Anquiet, I was spelled Q-U-E is in the middle of my name. So I just took Q-U-E and put three on it and uh, made sure everything was copywritten and whatnot. Listen, that was so artistic, the way you put your name together. 
believe it. I was looking at it from a French perspective, you know, I was thinking it's related to a French name. <laughs> and this is not me trying to play the race card or try to be a racist or anything, but you know, that is artistic. Now, your music, what was your targeted demographic or what was your audience that you're trying to speak to? Um, my targeted artist when I make my target my targeted audience when I make my music is not specifically anyone. Um, I do, however, make my music um, somehow I feel inside. I just take what I feel and what I've been through, and I put it on a piece of paper or I type it in my phone. And it's not specifically to anyone. You know, I want everyone to love my music. I want, of course, I am a part of the LGBT community. So whenever I make music and write about what's in my heart, of course, everybody from the LGBT is going to relate because they, they go through what I go through. They understand what I'm talking about because they, too, live in the LGBT community. However, you know, when some songs, some songs I have where, you know, it doesn't even have a specific anything. Um, I just I just love making music, so it, it doesn't have a specific target or audience, you know, as long as it can, it can grasp the attention of people and like, they're like, oh, this is nice, I like this, you know, I'm, I'm rocking with whatever, you know. I try to be versatile as possible, so... I don't really have a, a target audience right. at this moment. Well, thank you for bringing it up. When I look at your name, I see a brand and the way it's been posturizing collections like your t-shirts, your swags and everything. I'm like, look at that name. That's a brand right there. Can you tell me your insights when it comes to fashion? Um, I love fashion. I love anybody that knows me personally, my family, my friends that grew up, we know that right. I always say with the latest kicks or you know I just love fashion that's yeah. just me I've always said nice right. so once I started getting myself out there and I started seeing um, the results of my music as time went by I'm like okay well how about I just you know get up somebody that I know that makes clothing yes. and maybe he could you know hook me up but oh first I gotta get a logo I gotta get a brand I gotta come up with an idea right. so I just started doing research and just thinking about things that I would like to do uh-huh. So I hit this girl up on IG. I met her on IG. We never met each other in our life, ever. And uh, she was like, hey, you know, I know how to make logos. Da, 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 da. So I said, cool, could, I'm going to send you a couple of pictures. Could you could you make me a logo? And this is how I want it to be. I want my I want my cue to drip because mm-hmm. down here, how we talk, we say, when you're dripping, you swag me. You know what I'm saying? You got swag. I like dripping. that. music and fashion it's like family ties you know they are both related somehow somewhere you know now when it comes to you what inspired you into music my inspiration for music um i started young 
Uh, I used to sit and listen to my mom record. Like she used to, it's kind of corny when when we think about it now, but back then in the 80s, it was corny. You know, you had the cassette player and you had to record it. And she would record herself listening to uh, Mary J. Blige, uh, Sade, uh, and Quiet. That's actually where my name came from, the group back in um, you know, the eighties down in Miami based school called Inquiet. Yeah. Uh she's listening to them recording herself. So I used to just sit and listen. And I guess over time I used to just develop a love for music. So I just started listening to music at a very young age. Yeah. And every Christmas Every birthday, I only wanted things that pertain to music. I wanted the Brat CDs. I wanted Nelly CDs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted Tupac CDs. I wanted, I wanted, I wanted CDs. I wanted, uh, I wanted microphones, karaoke machines. You know, uh, Walkman. You know, I wanted those type of things. I yeah. didn't want nothing else but that. And um, so, my inspiration for music, I, I guess you could say, I just been surrounded by it. You know what I'm saying? Because anything that made me happy uh my mom made sure that i had so. <laughs> so you are the seventh person on today's show that I've mentioned mom, mom, and mom. How crucial can mothers be? You see that? And it's not even Mother's Day yet. So happy Mother's Day in advance to every mother's and even potential moms out there. Now, let's look at music from way back then. And I mean the 90s, the early 2000s, and even the late 2010. How would you compare hip-hop from back then to hip-hop of today? Hip-hop back then was, I, I don't know how to say this without offending any new artists here in hip-hop, but yeah. I mean, I'm a new artist. I guess I'm a new artist in hip-hop, but I would, I would like to say that hip-hop back then, the quality was much more raw and better back then than it is now. Um, the reason why I say that only because now we tend to listen more of what goes viral, what other people listen to, than what's really in front of us. We don't listen to the lyrics. We don't listen to what they're saying, the message behind it. Like we used to listen when Pac and Biggie used to rap about, you know what I'm saying? The things that's going on in the government. And, and, oh man, don't get me started. But, you know, we don't listen to the the lyrics like we used to listen to them and appreciate them back then. And I think that's why, um, you know, don't mean to keep on home, but I'm real big on lyricism. Like, I got punchlines, I got metaphors for days because I listen to lyrics. I love words. I read. So it's more of a, of a lyric aspect. The more raw music was back then, the less it became today. That's true. Um, all you got to have is a raw beat. All you got to have is a good beat and a catchy hook and you a hip-hop star. Yeah. Now. But back then, you you know what I'm saying? You, right. you, you, you talk that good stuff, uh-huh. you know, you a real raw hip-hop yeah, that's artist. That's true. Everybody that's true. appreciates it. <laughs> So some weeks ago, I spoke to another artist and he compared today's music as a wagon. In as much as the wagon is moving, everyone jumps right into it. Today's music is like a wagon. In as much as it is moving, everyone jumps right in it. I listen to a lot of songs that make no sense and I try to make sense out of it. Maybe I'm in the wagon as well. <laughs> and speaking about music, your brand new song called Roll Up There right here. We'll be right back. Stay with us. 
know what you wanna do. Let's make a move. We can take it to my room. I'm all up on you. Cause you're high like Asian. I swear so amazing. A heartbeat's a reason. I can feel the groove right now. Just be patient. Just be patient. Be patient. Baby, we gon' roll out that. Alright, so that was Kilpray with Roll Up There. Isn't that the wagon we are talking about? You know, the type of song everyone wanna jump right into. I love the fact that it makes me wanna dance. And if I haven't listened to any of your songs before, I would think you're a dancehall music artist. <laughs> So tell me, what's the inspiration behind it? So basically, okay. what I wanted to do, I just wanted to branch out um, and do something different, be a little bit more versatile. Yeah. And I just so happen to love, I love um, all type of music, but like island music, reggae music, I love that. I'm a sucker for reggae music. I'm a sucker for island music. So I was like, yo, let me link up with someone. And actually, the producer that actually uh-huh. produced this track, Big Shot, uh-huh. he uh, was out in Canada. He was in Canada? So, right, yeah, Big Shot Beat. You see, I take him out, Big Shot Beat. Wow. He's an awesome producer. He interacts with his artists. He makes sure that he he, he promotes you as long as you promote you. Yeah. As long as you show him that you're serious, he's going to he's gonna push you. And he's a good person. And he, he, he hooked me up with a bunch of industry contacts as well and show me a lot of things so big shout out to big shot big shot beat y'all make sure y'all y'all look them up and put in artists yeah that's the man so earlier we spoke about wagon and what is trending out there did you make it based on the fact that you want people to jump right into it just like your wagon no um i got track that that was that's just one track off of my new album that I just released on March the third. That's just one of them. Um, the one, the one of the top, top, top ones is is uh it's another song. But uh, pretty much, um, what made me want to be versatile and do something different with this song is just that because at the moment I was feeling like I needed something that I could dance to. Yeah, I need something I could dance to, and. I know everybody be cocky about their craft, but I can literally pop my joint in at any party, anywhere, yeah. and they're going to dance, you know? So I, I needed that, so I just decided that, you and know, I, I need some. And I can tell you, so many peeps will jump right into it, especially danceable songs like this. Believe me, people will dance to it. So do you think you want to stick to a style like this? I, I, I don't have to stick to just that style, but I have much more of that. Yeah. I have much more of that and some more. So, yeah, I definitely, but but um, you can keep pumping that. We, we, keep running we. that back. But that's what, yeah, yeah. So, on the hook, you mentioned roll up there. What do you think peeps should be rolling up to? Come on now. You know. I get it. I get it. You know we're rolling up there. <laughs> <laughs> the Spotlight, here directly from your favorite artist in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio. Available on TuneIn. The Spotlight. 
We talk reality. All right, so welcome back to the spotlight. I'm Steven Balmy with Q3 right here. So let's look at something different. If we were to speak with your references, what do you think they would say about you? They'll say that I'm very outgoing. I'm very easy to get on with. I'm very cool. I'm a cool person. Um, I'm, I'm not too hype. You know, I, I kind of be a little shy when I first meet you, and I'm kind of shy in front of the camera at first, but yeah. once you get to know me and once you get to know my personality, you'll get to say, oh, she's she funny as hell. First of all, she's funny as fuck. Yeah. And then... You know, she uh, she just vibes, she cool, you know what I'm saying? It's like I can adjust to any type of environment I'm in because I'm just me every time. I don't think it's going to the same place. All right, so I'm going to be calling one of your references right now. Let's hear what they have to say. Spotlight, here directly from your favorite artist in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio. You know, music sometimes involves working with other artists. How would you describe your collaborative skills? I, 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 I get along with anybody, like um, socially-wise, yeah. fitting I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a social butterfly. Like, I love to be around people. I love making people laugh. I love people. And everybody that's been knowing me for years and been knowing me, they know that I just, I am who I am. And my personality is just cool as hell, laid back, and I just, I got a little vibe. So can you describe a time when you had to turn someone down just because you don't like the kind of music they do or the hip hop they represent? Could you describe a time like that? Nah, I ain't that type of person. I give them a chance. They sing their music. I listen to them. But if I see, like I watch them, and if I see that they're not consistent with their promotion, if they don't put in as much work as I do, because I'm an independent artist as well as them, so we both should be working together to perfect our craft if we're going to collaborate. So if you're not trying to do that as an artist yourself solo, why would I want you to come along and drag me down if you're not going up, you know? So I kind of pay attention to those things, too. I don't feel like I'm above anyone. I always give anybody a chance. That's with anything, because I started from the bottom. I was in inboxing people, my music just there to them to listen to me, you know? So I understand how it is. I just, I just don't want people to feel like they could, they could just, you know, hey, you know, you feel, better, you feel like you're bigger than me, you feel like you're better than me, because I told them, no, it's not bad, but I want them to have the same work ethic as I have. That's true. So I like the fact that you gave a lot of willingness and preference to work with others. I believe that's a huge skill to have. Now, let's look at this phrase, keep it real. When some artists go out in public and practice what they say in their music, is that keep it real? If so, how much does reputation mean to you? Reputation and keeping it real means a lot. Um, I can say that basically, when you when you when you say reputation, you have different aspects of a reputation. You have street reputation. You have personal reputation. You have business reputation. Um, it's always important to keep a very good rapport with business reputation. You want to always have a good business reputation. If you can't get along with people that you do business with, it's never going to be successful. So you always want to have that good, good reputation in that aspect. But when it comes to like 
um, keeping it real. If it, it, it's over me keeping it, if I have a decision to me being me and keeping it real, and oh, I don't want people to look at me this way, I'm gonna choose me keeping it real. Yeah. Because later on down the road, when you don't keep it real, you contradict yourself. And it's gonna it's gonna be low especially if you're gonna be a superstar, you know, fame or people are gonna be like, Well, wait a minute, two years ago she just said blah 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 and now she's talking about da 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 da. So you always wanna keep it real no matter what. If it's gonna hurt some people's feelings, I mean, hey, that's what it is. But at the end of the day, you kept it real. So that's it. Do you believe music or hip hop should be about kicking knowledge or teaching something or try to educate people? Do you think music in general should be about that? Yeah, I do. I feel like when we independent artists, especially independent artists, you have to read, you have to educate yourself, you have to know because when these these record labels, these people come at you and right. you don't know right. anything, yeah. you're false. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you expect to always kind of know in the back of your head, wait a minute, yeah. I know my words, I know what it's supposed to be, I'm not going to let nobody say me like that. You know, I make good music. I'm gonna make that. That music gonna is gonna steady come. And if, if you good, if you're a good artist, good music never expires. So you're gonna always keep going. You just gotta make sure that you educate yourself and you know what it's supposed to be. Because at the end of the day, you can have these people that standing behind you as a team, but are they trying to do it because they know what to do or just for their pocket? Okay, so there's a question right here for you. You know, I'm going to read it out. She said, um, I love the fact that you came out real and real in quote. You know, where can we find you? Find your music on social platform. Tell me. Okay, you guys can reach me on Instagram at QMoney352. You can hit me up on Facebook, uh, 352QMoney, or you can just type in Q3 for my artist page. Um, Twitter is uh, QMoney352. Pretty much everything is QMoney352. I'm very interactive. I like to interact with my supporters and my fans because I, I love people. I love meeting new people. I love talking to people. So if you write me nine times out of ten or eight times out of ten, I'm going to write you back. As long as you don't write me on some tricky stuff and like, just be absurd with the message right off the bat, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to know that now. I'm going to be like, oh, no, they don't hear stuff. Silly. <laughs> Keep you <it> going. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So, q one 352 is basically what you see me up everywhere. Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah. So the next question I have right here is coming from someone from Ontario, Canada. He stated that, could you describe any backlash you might have faced coming out, hold your heart in your music, and what is it like? Um, it, it was basically, uh, I don't say it was backlash, it was more of the fact they just ignored me because it wasn't something that they could relate to or it wasn't something that they were at into or I'm you know I'm not quite sure but me as a, a artist how I am and how I put out that music and I'm real so I'm writing everything that I'm feeling and how I you know do things yeah. it's not going to be the same as everybody else's so sometimes a person that has you know the potential to 
get to put you somewhere where you're supposed to be. If it doesn't really, you know, catch their interest, they're going to just keep it moving. And that was tough because I had to connect. I, I reached out, but back then it was something that people was like, ah, you know, we don't really listen to that type of music, girl, talking about girls and all that type of stuff, you know. <laughs> I want to say thank you for joining me today. And I like the fact that you came out to speak with me today on the spotlight. Listen, I've learned a lot. You, your consistency, your passion, your music, I believe and I know they are inspiring. A lot of people are actually intrigued that you came out who you are. Now, any final word for your fans, our listeners, and many that may be looking for you right now? Final word for my listeners. Always be yourself, no matter what. Don't let no one steer you away from being you. Because at the end of the day, you can only make you happy. If you three, come alive from Gainesville, Florida. Thank you for having me, Master Class Radio. I appreciate the you are welcome. So at this point, I want to say thank you to all our listeners and many of you that took the time to send in your questions. Thank you once again. I'm Stephen Balmy right here on Masterclass Radio, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Have a great week and stay safe out there. Bye for now.